Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It's uh, it's Wednesday. Huh. Don, it's Wednesday. Slack first, ever, first ever Wednesday Kickstart May, Podcast? Maybe. But uh, yeah, we've had a very busy week so far. Chase and I on Monday were indisposed at a press conference that we can't talk about right now. Nope. We can talk about it on the 13th. Wow. Something the 13th. like that. But uh, and then yesterday, oh. uh, Chase was waste of a day. He Good was God. fulfilling his civic duty at jury duty. Oh my gosh! Dude, sat in the waiting room all day. Never even nothing. nothing. Waiting room, so no boring. access to electrical outlets. So Every outlet's now. broken. It was such bullshit. Yeah. So you didn't even get into the courtroom nope. about nothing. No. I was You're talking to all the old people, and they're like, "This has never happened." Like, I've been. One was like, "I'm 70, and I've never had to do this. I've oh never sat here all gracious. day." Yeah. Wow, crazy! That's why those those jury duty summons just never seem to make it to me. So I've, I've <laughs> what did you sign up for to do that? I didn't sign up for shit. They just call you. So what's happening right now is a uh, little. How did they text I'm you? Giving you the know? info. So Riverside County has basically the lady made it sound like they f themselves. They back themselves into a corner and they have to submit a, a ridiculous amount of cases before December twenty third. Like they have to finish these cases. Mm-hmm. So she said, if you haven't been like I've never been summoned. Mm-hmm. I'm 23 now and never once. She said, if you've never been summoned or if you haven't been summoned in the last year and you live in Riverside County, chances are you're getting one in the next couple of weeks because there's a ton of cases. So. Mm. But apparently they didn't need any of us yesterday. Wow. I heard a yeah. rumor that one showed up at my house like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never saw it. <laughs> yeah, I get emails, texts. They, they know, know who they, I am. Wow. Yeah, I don't know wow, why. Wow, wow. But yeah, so Chase was there yesterday. I was at the... Uh, Red Bull KTM and Rockstar and G Husqvarna team intros. So, yeah, here we are today. And today was even busy. Yeah, sorry. Right? Yeah. So my brother, Ross. <laughs> Dude, this is good. He texts me on Monday and says, Donnie, Yoshi and I are going to the Yamaha test track Wednesday morning to test with Dominique Thury and Alex Ray. And there's one other guy that was supposed to be there that wasn't. Um, Thompson wasn't there? Cole Thompson yeah. was not there. No, no. <coughs> and, and he goes, can you go? And I go, uh, yeah. Do you need photos and video? And he goes, no, we need help with R&R. Well, what is R&R? Rest and relaxation? And he goes, removal and reinstallation. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the thing you get lost in the mail, too. That yeah. text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the first thing I did was I ran in the garage and looked because I have one pair. But... uh I'm sure you've seen it in your capacity at Yamaha factory rider filling. Have you ever seen the Japanese mechanics running around with those white gloves? Yeah. Those white cotton gloves? Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but the, all of the mechanics in Japan use them. Yeah. Like, you go to Japan National, all the mechanics these It's like a, like a winter glove. Almost. Yeah. It they looks all look like, like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. These big white gloves. Yeah. Have you seen those, Anton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I had a pair from when I went to Japan... And I toured the Yamaha factory. They gave me a pair, but I couldn't find them. Mm. So I wore my, 
I wore my O'Neill Mayhem gloves today. I know, I've seen that. Yeah, you left <laughs> you left, I left them in, them in my van. van. Yeah. But uh but yeah, so I was I was team A Ray uh bitch today. How many sets do you guys have to change? Um so as soon as we got there, like my I had my new bike there. I was like, Don, can you take that suspension off? Um, so we can give it to Ross whenever we leave. So he took the bike apart and then um I wanted to try like they wanted to watch me ride with the original setting that I had on the bike. Which was your twenty 22 yes. supercross suspension yeah. on the 23 bike yes and um so while i was doing that and riding <laughs> don was putting my backyard designs graphics on my new bike <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so first thing we changed we changed the shock so we took the shock off and then um which was crazy right like it had like the thing on there he could revalve the shock without no, no. taking the shock he, off he could recharge the nitrogen without taking oh, okay. uh, there is some chicken shit accessory on the shock wait is Ru- the is the shock <laughs> installation and removal it's easier easy. thank god dude no, you don't ch- have to take the subframe yeah. bolts off you just take the seat and the gas well, tank the same with the That's last good. year's bike too no, no dude, dude no. we did the exact same way we did it the exact <laughs> same way with my other bike i did it the other day we well, took something, it off something's bent then because i watched him take that to- thing he framed a bike to get a shock off like a couple months that. ago. Yeah. We didn't even have to take the pipe off. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know this technique back then. See, I did the same thing. Right when I got <laughs> the bike, I took the whole thing apart. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? I remember I kept walking downstairs to like check on him. I'm like, damn, he's still doing that. And every like time the bike bolts. was missing more parts. Oh, I'm when like, we gave the shock to that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was ready to kick the bike off the stand. I was so mad. Yeah, today it was easy, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It's yeah. pain free. So on the on the Yamahas, all you have to do is you take the seat off and then you take your gas tank off. Gas tank off. You don't even have to take the gas tank well, completely you off. Unbolt it and move it out. Yeah, of the and way. just move it out of the way, and then you just take both shock bolts off, and it pulls right out up the top. The, oh, that's right. cool. Yeah, it's good. It's clean. Yeah. So we we tried the shock first, and then um, we got that good, and then I wanted to try the other fork. Tried the other fork, and then we made some changes to that, and you know, like I think I think we ended on a good spot. I think um, they're gonna have, they're, we're gonna try like one more thing. I think here here pretty soon on the new set that I have that's mm-hmm. going there. But so do you still have that? You still have a shock on your bike with the chicken shit accessory, right? Yeah. <laughs> dude, no, Ross dude, always sick. comes up with this crazy Ingenuity shit. things, yeah. 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 No, that thing was sick. Yeah. There's just. No, and steel, it has like this cool billet thing on there. Yeah, steel braided line coming off his shock reservoir, and it goes to this. Uh, I don't know. What? It's chicken shit accessory. For no, sure. it was good. It sounds pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, that's Dude, cool. This <laughs> fly. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, Anton, you know what? The best thing about today was is like, A Ray looked really good on his bike. Obviously, because he looks good on Yamaha, because he's reliving his glory factory filling days. <laughs> it's so good. But he was so nervous because Ross was there. He was fucking up and making mistakes. <laughs> Bro, I was blown off the track. So I was like, oh, my God. Ross is watching me. Ross is watching me. And then Don's out there with his phone videoing me. And every time he videoed me, I would fuck up even more. I'm he like, almost killed me once. I almost killed him once. And then the next time, I almost hit the fence. And then no, I almost hit the fence twice. Yeah. Are you talking about that on-off? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah he, he was nervous. It's like Ross in a, it's like Yoda in a wheelchair. Yeah. Just sitting there watching. Yeah. Nervous you are. <laughs> no, it was good. I think uh I think we learned a little bit more about the bike and uh I think we're in a good spot. Okay, so you arrived at your forks set at about five mil showing. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you six? Did? I think it was at six. Yoshi said. Okay, it was it was when when I first took your bike apart. I measured it was six point five. Okay. First. Okay, but and you settled on one hundred three sag. I think one hundred three really? sag. Yeah, I settled on one hundred three sag and uh, two, two mil on the fork. I think two or three. Two. Oh, yeah. so the forks are pretty far down. Yeah, the forks are pretty far down now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I want to take our YZ450 out next week and try some stuff that the Yamaha guys wouldn't let me try at the shootout. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to go lower sag and mm-hmm. and lower fork height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should, you should have Ross get that um, accessory on your bike. The chicken shit accessory? Yeah, yeah. I want a chicken shit accessory. Yeah. You know where that comes from? This is before Ross got hurt when we ride together. There was like a couple of years where we rode the same bike and everything, mm-hmm. and we'd battle on weekends. Right, it was mm-hmm. so fun. You know, I mean, obviously he's I lost mean, more speed than I'll ever have, but it was just so fun riding with my big brother. But he would show up and he'd have some fucking fancy <laughs> shit. I mean, that's a chicken shit accessory. How can I beat <laughs> you when you have that? Yeah, I asked. I was like, uh, I asked his brother today. I asked him a few questions. I asked. I was like, was Don a goon? He's like, yeah, what the fuck? He still is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still is a goon. Yeah. And then I asked him if uh, if he ever had to valve anything for you for your three-wheeler Cowie. Yeah, and he denied it. <laughs> yeah, he's he like, didn't? no, no. I, no, I had a chicken shit accessory shock on my Cowie. Oh. It was fucking badass, right? Yeah. You know what's funny is back in the day, right, you could see – the Kawasaki Takatis in the back of trucks pulling into the races, like going down the road at Indian Dunes. And you could just see all the Takatis just bouncing up and down in the back. <laughs> Yours wasn't doing that? Dude, mine was like, boof. It had all kinds of rebound in it. <laughs> ah, my, my, my three-wheeler was sick. Yeah. But anyhow, so yeah, so that's what we did today. And that's why we're doing the podcast Wednesday evening. Mm. Oh, and I just did a show with Christian Craig right now. How was that? It was, it was good. good. It was good. You know what we touched on, which is funny, is that, uh, um, you know, the Craig family, they have this huge social media presence, mm-hmm. but they get ripped on a lot. Christian does, right? Mm-hmm. Like for being the old guy, cherry picking the 250 class last year and everything. But like, dude, he's ripping on this Husky. Obviously, a 450 Husky is going to sound different going through the whoops than a 250 Yamaha, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the social media experts... And the YouTube pros are like, oh, he doesn't look yeah, good he in the loops. He would have blasted by himself on a Yamaha, blah, 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 blah. So we talked about that. It was kind of cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Did you did you get to check out the raw video, Michael? Yeah. Yeah. What, they, do you, um, what did you think of those guys on the bikes? They look good. I mean, it's funny to see how everyone's just so precise on Supercross stuff already. Like, I've even been watching old races and just seeing what guys are doing. But just to see, like, everybody just hitting that fine line that they want to hit on this track that they know so well. Mm-hmm. And those bikes, like, yeah, you can tell that everybody's pretty honed in. Um, you know, it's some funny. Guys, like, that, Vial that... definitely is, like, picking it up. Yeah. He's got till East Coast. Yeah. But uh, you can tell that they've put a lot of, like, especially Cooper's put a lot of Supercross time in already. Mm-hmm. The funny thing about uh, both teams yesterday on those tracks, both of those tracks were brand new. Mm-hmm. And like like Malcolm, Malcolm and Christian had never even ridden the track before yesterday. Yeah, they built them a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, I mean they looked that good already. I think uh, with no time on the tracks. 
all of their corner speed from the the clips I saw like on social looked ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like there was one clip of Aaron I saw in, in one corner. I I couldn't believe how fast he was going. Yeah, dude, there's a fly. This fly, dude. We have a guest. Oh, I punched it. <laughs> you know who looked really fast on the Husky track? Josh Hansen. Oh, dude, that's course. what I heard. He's of been course. riding. He's been riding the track though. You know. That's true. He has yeah. been. him and Talon Hawkins. Heard he was doing like this quad into the corner, and then freaking uh, Craig tried to hit it and cased it like the first time or something. Yeah, Craig decked it really Ooh, hard, fuck. but he was doing it during his moto though. Yeah. But um, I don't know. So uh, <clears throat> there was a uh, AMA bulletin issued this week and there's some rule changes you want to run us through that michael antonovich yeah um the actually the rule book's out today now so all 73 pages so you can see everything um but yeah i've been kind of waiting for that to come out and seeing what's going to change for this year because we had known that there was talk that they were going to get rid of the 250 point out rule mm-hmm. uh but then to see it come to be was pretty surprising because i was thinking they would just kind of jack with it one more time yeah um Hey, but so real quick, what, before you go further on that, I watched the news break, and from what I understood, you know, there's certain rules and stuff about champions and everything, but, like, Craig could have defended his championship this year, correct, with this new rule? Yeah. He he would have been able to defend the championship no matter what. Mm. Um, he was he wants to move up just because he wants to ride a 450 because he knows this is the time, you yeah. know? Yeah. But he could have done something, but then the amendment is – or not the amendment, but the like stipulation is Colt and Justin. The rule doesn't apply to them because they, they still out fall right. under. Yeah, they still fall under the 2022 rules, um, and so they just they got to go. So yeah. that's that's the bummer. And I know a lot of people have been wondering what's going to happen with that. But I talked to Pelletier from the AMA yesterday, and he said no, Justin's got to go up. Damn. So people have pointed out have to stay. So like, Davalos isn't going to come on a retirement. Mm-mm. No, no, no. But there are some guys that do have, you know, 250 class eligibility still that have never pointed out that are in the 450 class right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see anybody dropping down, you know, just because, like, especially right now, there, we, Avery, you know, like you've said it so many times, if you're going to be a privateer guy or a, a B level guy, you got to make money in the 450 class more than the 250 class because all those factory rides are already gobbled up. Well, what yeah. about someone like McElrath? Like, I haven't heard anything about what he's going to do next year. Could he go what down to a 250 say? team? Rock River? Uh, yeah, he can. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be around the Rock River thing. I'm, like Chisholm's old deal, kind of. Yeah, yeah, something okay. like that. I think Rick Rick Ware is wanting to do some Supercross stuff too. So, mm. um, I think they're gonna. What I'm hearing now, I might not have this completely right, but I, I'm hearing they might sort of team up and do something like that. Okay. But is he eligible? Because there's a lot of – I think there's a lot of 2VD teams that are going to need villains or something. I believe he is. I need to go back and look at who got bumped out the last time because mm. no one's really been – no one's really been pushed out in the last few years like mm-hmm. to play the numbers game so well. Either you won a championship or you didn't, and that's that's why you were going to go. So let me go take a look. But I know hmm. – I asked Shane about it in Australia after he won his title down there, and he he said he knows that he could go ride a 250 and all of that, but he just doesn't know, like, is that what he wants to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. So uh... – um, But, yeah, then the uh, – so that, that's pretty big deal because um, that also does fall in line with like World Supercross taking off any age limit in SX2 down there. So, you know, you could be a career 250 guy. Uh-huh. And then a couple of the other things that were in that bulletin were uh, 
like kind of housekeeping stuff, um, just clarification of like, hey, this will happen in this case, or you know, we have to clean oh, like the red, up here. The red flag. The red flag thing. Um, the restarts for the triple crown was pretty interesting because that gives you about an extra three minutes to get a bike to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Siding laps scheduled for three minutes in there, so you have until the thirty second car to get your backup bike up to the starting line and go. So that'll help out somebody, I would think, at some point in time. <laughs> Uh, they got more precise on the penalties for the staggered restarts too. So it's good to see that they have like a concrete penalty for that rather than kind of flying by the seat of their pants uh, when it happens. And then now uh, if you win the super motocross title, you get a permanent number single digit if you want. Yep. So yeah. I was, I was uh, thinking about that the other day, right? Like, like Jetson's 18, he passed on a single digit. Mm-hmm. So what's available? Is four's back available, right? Eight. Because Baggett is retired? Yeah, four and eight. Five? five. Well, Dun- Dungey got yeah, points, five. so that's not available yet. But uh, <clears throat> I talked to Jay Dungey. I talked to Jay Dungey yesterday. I was like, hey, do you think Ryan's going to like be retired again for six months and want to come race again? He goes, no, he is done. Mm. Scratch that itch. Yeah. So five will become available next year. Mm-hmm. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. So just four, five, eight. Yep. That's it. Yep. Four, five, eight. Hmm. So, um, yeah. Like, what if? I don't know. Dude, <laughs> what if? What if? Like next year, like you get a career number, but like there's, there's no numbers. No, there's no numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, Ken Roxon on. Fucking Suzuki, right? Dude, yeah. about time we hear the news. I know, right? Like we've, know, all, we've all been like knowing yeah, he, of it. So he showed up at uh, you know because Feld over the past couple of days has been doing their um, their like media gathering, yeah. like you know like where you guys gotta like break your knuckles in front of the TV for the commercial yeah. breaks and stuff. But like I guess they had to drop the news today because he was sh- he showed up at Anaheim Stadium today with a progressive Suzuki jersey. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, kind of. And he and he's gonna be on PC pipes too. Yeah. Yeah. So that. now I heard I think I heard a little bit about that like um like a, a few weeks ago. I didn't I didn't know if it was gonna happen or not because you know they hadn't switched yet. But is it the whole team switching? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, whole or team switching to pro circuit. Is uh, Twist is still gonna do their? I believe so. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I, I don't. I mean, I I just heard about the pro circuit thing about about a month ago but i was i didn't know when they were going to switch was that photo of him in the press release michael was that like a uh an official release photo or was no. that like from the uh the test session the one of him think? riding was test session it was test yeah session? that's a test yeah. session photo i, I yeah. just looked at it while i was driving <laughs> i was supposed to do that but <laughs> it looked like some was there some photoshop on the top of his helmet no i don't think no they that's anything. a gopro mount Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was funny because I was driving to meet you. Yeah. And email ping pops up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Called Anton. It's up. It's up. Yeah. that's that's. I what didn't even realize. I was in here editing and then I, my friend called me. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, Don, I'm at El Cerrito Cafe. He said, I'll be there in 10. <laughs> yep. Kenny News just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, the funniest thing, uh, 
Moto Memes was right on it, right? Yeah. I loved how it's all. The, the people. We want electric start. We need electric start. Suzuki. We signed Roxon. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <pretty much. laughs> yeah. Dude, that guy's funny, man. Pretty big news that he stayed with Fox, too. Yeah. And Fly did a big push, and then they got the whole team, too. So, so. I hear... Uh, th- this is another Ken Roxon thing. I hear that he's wanting to do outdoors. Now, does that is that because of the whole like drug testing thing with the FIM, like the whole World yeah, Supercross thing? What happened with that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. There was like a big whole deal. They that I apparently like from what I hear. I guess. I mean, I was there. I was in Melbourne. They we had our. Um, it was like a meeting, right? Like for WADA. But they didn't have it at the first round. They had it at the second round. And they're mm-hmm. like, why are you guys telling us now? Pretty much type deal. And it, and it was a little late. And I know a lot of the guys were just like, "What? Like, why, why are we having this meeting now? And why didn't we have this at the first round? And why do the, only the 450 guys have to come to it? And why not the 250 guys? That's weird. Yeah. So, um, and I guess they, they did te- do some testing there. I mean... There was some speculation, I guess, that he refused a test, but he didn't refuse a test. You can't yeah. refuse a test. They would strip it. Yeah, they would strip yeah. you right then and there. So I guess they were just a little upset with the whole like way it went down because apparently they didn't know. But, I mean, when you do an FIM race, you sign a form, <laughs> yeah. right? Like you, yeah. you sign a form. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was like a whole deal. Anton, you could probably like elaborate a little bit on it. Um, but, yeah, like I guess – his agent was very, very um, upset with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aspen was down there. He wasn't at, um, he wasn't at Cardiff, I don't think. Mm-mm. I mean, he was definitely around a ton in Melbourne, though. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's a World Supercross Championship. They were pretty adamant that WADA was going to be a part of it as well. Um, so yeah, A Ray, to your point, you guys did have that meeting because that made that meeting made the press conference on Friday run long. And then I remember seeing like a brochure that a writer, I think it was Josh Hill had brought in that was just explaining the whole doping code that the FIM has and all that. And a lot of the guys um, were like very, very on edge in there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that there was a lot of like questions about like, hey, what about marijuana right now? Because we're in like a difference period of it. And I can explain that a little bit uh, in regards to the AMA stuff too because it's strictly forbidden under the FIM stuff. So I heard that there was a question, A-Rad, I don't know if you were in there for that, but I heard a lot of guys were asking about that, or a couple guys. Mm-hmm. But then um, uh, the thing for Ken, though, like Aspen did the interview with Wygant and said, you know, it's medicine that Ken needs. Uh, it's fully prescribed. He has clearance for it, like it's not a problem or anything like that. Um, Is it for his immune Yeah, it's immune yeah. system, okay. yeah. Yeah, and so there's a ton of stuff that's out there right now. I mean, honestly, think back to the years Ken, the year Ken has had. Like, is this why he went to Europe in the middle of January to go get more stuff figured out and more testing and all this stuff? Like, there's a ton of stuff out there. Um, there is some stuff that's under the WADA code that you can get a TUE for that um, kind of does help out with, like, immune rebuilding stuff for people that are in pretty – severe illnesses or have exoskeletal injuries which can have you know with his broken arm so there's medicine that you can do to help rebuild your immune system and it's cleared under the water code as long as you have a tue um but that's not the problem for ken there i think where everybody got lost was something about like him not doing a drug test for a team and then that got all kind of blown out there but um yeah for the for the fim stuff 
they gotta test. Like you have to expect that they're gonna be there to test. It's it's a world championship, all that stuff. So yeah. uh Asifin said that he didn't see testing in France, but France isn't affiliated with the rest of those races. But then also it still falls under the French Federation. So they could still do it there if they needed to. Okay, but the fact that Roxon has signed on to do nationals indicates that he has no intention of defending his World Supercross so, Championship, right? I, I mean, Lindsay, I, Lindsay just put out a video, though, that says, or he said that he talked to Pipes, and Pipes said they'll be open to seeing what happens when the time comes. Mm-hmm. So we'll see about that. And then, Yeah, because you know, Pipes, Pipes Motorsports is, is yeah, it's a team. Wow. Yeah. So Ken could do both, and I mean, there's he'll have a lot of incentive to go do that again next year. You know, I'm sure that they don't want their defending champion to leave, uh, regardless of whatever was said over the last five days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. we, Dude, how crazy is that, right? You yeah. you rode for, for that team. In 2019, and, yeah. And, you know, they've got, grown and become bigger and better. And, like, dude, now they have, like, one of the legit motocross superstars. Right, I mean, yeah, I mean, they have, it, they still have Kyle Chisholm, who was on the team whenever I would roll for <laughs> yeah. him too. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, they, I think that they took a different approach, and I think that they, they took the right steps, right? Like they didn't grow too fast, they didn't grow too slow, they just sort of trucked along. And, you know, they got guys that they could afford, you know, and then they started getting a little bit better funding. They started getting more exposure. Um, they do. They have a great social media following. They have a great pit presence, you know, every year. And, uh, I, you know, I think that, um, I mean, yes, they're on Suzuki's, but, I mean, hey, it's it's, fuck, it's paying the bills. You know what I mean? Um, you know, guys, are they're still getting guys to ride bikes. You know, I was a little bit skeptical, you know, of them. Um, I think before I rode the bike, uh, you know, just – people not wanting to ride a Suzuki, so it's going to be hard for them to find riders. But I think that, you know, Kenny signing on to this team really shows how good that bike is still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you uh, you raced the bike in Australia, mm-hmm. and you came back saying, dude, it's fast. Dude, how things- much better is it now than it was when you were on the team? Oh, <laughs> really? Because while you were, guys were running Brolins back then too, Yeah, right? we were running Olins. Um, like our engines, um, I think – I don't even remember. I think it was like a Tokyo mods head, but like, um, every, every engine was different. Every clutch was different. It seemed like, um, you I know, feel like I remember you guys, maybe it wasn't that year. One year there was like different pipes on throughout the season on it too. Uh, well, no, that was, that was the year before whenever they were on bills. When Tal- Talon was riding for them. Yeah. 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 So we were su- originally supposed to run bills pipes yep, and then, and then they showed up to Anaheim one and they were a little bit different than what we'd been practicing mm-hmm. on and the bikes wouldn't really run right. So Chiz um, went and got a Yoshimura <laughs> and put it on his bike. He said, I'm racing with this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Um, I think, you know, whenever it, it was me, Chiz and seven deuce deuce, I think we made pretty big strides that year with testing with the bike and they really realized, you know, like, Hey, if we're going to get a little bit, you know, better guys, we need to, you know, up the program with the motorcycle. So, um, the, the bike started getting better after that, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hey, it's still to this day, my, my best overall finish in, in supercross, you know, that year I got top 20 in points. So, um, we had some great stuff. I mean, hell back then we had spec tires, you know, even though we did run Olin's, I mean, it was good. We could, all three of us could crush the whoops. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, we had good parts, you know, back then and, 
you know, they have really good parts now. And I think they have access to uh, a lot of, like, Suzuki Japan and, and, like, a lot of factory parts as well now, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have Larry Brooks. And they have Larry Brooks, yep. It's <laughs> so sick to see him managing that team. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, hey, uh, let's take a uh, quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be back for more. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. With over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups, Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance and increased traction. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel-related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Uh, everyone, welcome back to the Kickstarter Podcast presented by Pro Taper. lot of injuries going on right now, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. Your homie, Hartraft. Yeah, Brandon Hartraft. You know what's funny is uh, I remember when 
I asked you, I go, hey, he's hurt. And you said, out of respect for them, I don't want to go into it, how bad it is. And then later that day, I saw Tick, and Tick's all, he just dislocated his hip. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was all extensive back injuries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we just had Christian here, and he goes, dude, I saw his scar on Instagram. I same one I had. Yeah. So I, he was close to being paralyzed, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, really close. Um, it, was, it was a pretty tough deal. Um, you know, I don't really know what happened. I wasn't there with, you know, the whole bike situation or something. You know, Brandon put out that post. But, uh, yeah, he came down pretty hard. Um, Straight on his head? I think so, Yeah. Because, I mean, he posted those helmet, uh, pictures of the helmet as well. Yeah. Um, he had a pretty substantial concussion, um, broke a lot of ribs, uh, punctures long, um, had some, I think, bleeding internally. I think that's why they, they had to crack his chest to put that tube in. Mm-hmm. And then uh, dislocated his hip and obviously the back injuries. Um, Did the bike hit him? Do you know? I have no idea. Seems like a lot of injuries for just hitting the ground. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, you know, I... But, uh, yeah, uh, I've been talking to him. Hell, I FaceTimed him for, like, an hour and a half last night. You know, <laughs> we were just sort of just bullshitting. Just, I mean, trying not to talk much about his injury, you know, just trying to keep him in good spirits. You know, he's been in the hospital for a while now. And, um, yeah, I think they, they got him up. He's on his way back here now. They're um, Okay, he was walking this morning, right? Like, yeah. with a well, the, walker? Well, yeah, with, like, a walker and a lot, and a lot of help, like, you know, with – but they're, they were – I think they would have got him up a lot sooner, but he dislocated his hip, so they were mm. worried with that too and and stuff. And they had to, like, double MRI him. They had to, like, come in for x-rays all the time, just, like, making sure that, like, everything's good before they got him up because it's been a, it's been a hot minute. And it, it was a pretty substantial surgery. And, you know, I mean, he really – he didn't move for a week, you know. Mm. Um, so – yeah, like the he's starting to get up. He's starting to, he's he's in a little bit better spirits now. Um, he's on his way back. He's going to a rehab center mm-hmm. um, to start his uh, his journey, his little his therapy. Where, so, where at in Pomona or something? I think I think so. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah, because Ross was in that place. Yeah. No. It's uh. Yeah. He freaking. He's a tough guy, man. So, ho- I'm hoping. You know that he can uh, he can make a full recovery from this. You know it's it's tough and it sucks. I hate to see my friend like that. You know, um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think he's in good spirits. You know, um, so we'll have to we'll have to see from there. But yeah, a lot of a lot of crashes here and since like Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Creason. Greason? Greason, Kyle Greason. Kyle Greason, yeah. yeah. He, he also, also broke, broke his back. back. Yep. Yeah, I guess he had some tingling um, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty severe. But he's not paralyzed. No. Oh, thank no. God. Thank God, yeah. Yeah, he had that burst fracture like yep. Jamar had. Mm. Wow. And then Mumphy. Mumphy. Yeah, Mumphy's wrist. Uh, Dude, March his... Banks, both wrists, I think, hey? I heard, I heard a wrist for sure. I don't know. I didn't hear both. Mm. Dude, Mumphy's wrist looked crazy, though. In yeah, that picture, gross. Yeah, that so he he had he posted a <laughs> surgical photo. Right? Dude, his dumbass keeps just reposting it too. Everyone I know. Posted a picture. <laughs> Can you take a picture of me? He's all freaking on the ground. His wrist is about to freaking pop out of the skin. Yo, snap a pic. That's probably what he's doing for the Snapchat. Yeah, for sure. Yep. No one, Mumphy. Snap a pic, dude. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hurt. Snap a pic. <laughs> <laughs> dude. 
Yeah, you know how that's how it went down. Cause, <laughs> and then, like, he's just reposting it with music and everything on his Instagram. <laughs> like, dude, no one wants some, to see this. Put some XXX to this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! He's like still trying to get it in his competition's head, even though he's like hurt, <laughs> like he's not racing. He's like, oh, fuck you guys, fuck you guys. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh god, that's Mumpy though. I saw he went and did his his photos today though, so yeah. looks like he'll be back for East Coast. Yeah, I think he's gonna be East Coast. Uh, Derek Drake, he's back so on the think, bike. You think Drake did Mumpy's photos? No, like oh, dress, for posters. Dress, yeah. Oh, maybe he might have to. Yeah. They just got. I think they just got gear like this week though. So. Mm. Shot. No, no, it's not shot. It's answer. It's, not? it's answer. Oh, it is. Yeah. No, he was just fucking with me. He's like, it's "Oh, answer. dude, it's shot." <laughs> dude, the shot stuff at AO kind of looks sick. Yeah, it's not bad. Kind of <laughs> looks sick. And yeah. I told him, "I'm like, dude, I said that on the podcast." He's like, "Oh, no, you didn't." No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "No." He's like, "Dude, we're an answer." Yeah, and they got Showa stuff now. He's been riding with Showa stuff. Yeah, no more RG three. Yeah, so they have like a new suspension tech, like, I guess too. Yeah, like show a factory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, and uh, like the last couple months, Mumford's <laughs> been riding with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's good for them. Yeah. So he's gonna make it back for East Coast Sun. I think so. Yeah, and then Derek Drake is back on the bike too. So um, will he be west? I think Derek Drake has to be. be yeah, right? Derek's gonna be west. Yeah. I wonder what it's like for Bra- Drake coming back from the. Uh, he was on a KTM overseas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he liked it. He liked that KTM over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Okay, so who's, hey. on, who's on AEO now, then? Jammer. And Derek Kelly. And Derek Kelly. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're in shot. Mm-hmm. I want to see this stuff. Dude, it's actually kind of sick. It reminded really? me of, like, uh, shift stuff three or four years ago. Super plain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so. Those two guys, and then MCR uh-huh. is Mitchell. Uh-huh. But what's going on, Freezy? We don't know if he's racing or not. Mm-mm. Who else is on a two fifty for MCR? Are they gonna only have one? No, they'll have to grab a fill in. I just yeah. don't know who. Hmm. Oh yeah, we're shooting their posters on the twenty first. I think. So are we gonna have an answer on the twenty first? Huh? Are we gonna have an answer? On the <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They gotta find <laughs> hey, somebody that. We gotta shoot my photos now. I have all my gear. I know. Hey, I just gonna, the only thing I'm waiting on is my helmet. I meant to tell you that your kits all logoed up look good now. Right? Yeah. You like you it, like yeah. Okay, so he was in the <laughs> O'Neill hardware vented hardware kit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's white with yeah, it's like black. It's got a lot of white, right? Kit. Yeah. Got a lot of white. <laughs> like I had that kit and I wore it. I raced in it or something once, but, like, I've only worn it once because I got red, white, uh, I don't know. What did you think of it today? I loved it. Um, I I just thought it had a lot of white in it. It made me look fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> and you're posting these pictures of me, and I'm like, damn it, man. Why you got to do that to me? No, it's just the side shots where it was all white, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. But, yeah, so we got – I'm picking up your wheels from WUSA tomorrow. Oh, what would you do? Blue and blue? No. no. Oh. We should have got blue and blue. I think we should have got blue. He's running uh, the black A60 the rim, so they have to be black. With what the color color pinstripe? Yeah. Magnesium. Mag. That'll be sick. Yeah. 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 I like the mag. Mag's mm-hmm. good. But, dude, it's crazy because, what, we were just talking with John Anderson, I think, on Monday. Mm-hmm. And he texted me today and said both sets are ready for pickup. What? Like, I don't know. Because like, the guys at WUSA are so good at building wheels, they right? Are. They're so strong and they never go out of true and everything. I just, 
I just picture it being a more laborious, time-consuming process, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, one wheel takes a whole day or something. Yeah. But, but I don't know. But they're so busy down there. I mean, because they supply everyone. Ninety percent yeah. of the top guys in Supercross. So, mm-hmm. um, so surprised. those will be my race wheels, right? Mm-hmm. So, You're like two sets. So two sets. So I'm gonna put like a. What, what if I did like a, a set on my race bike, and then like the spare set that's on the truck, the same. Like the both of them on the truck. Okay, so then, you're okay practicing on. Stockies? Yeah, I can, I can I can practice on the stockies if you know. Yeah, hey, you should ride with them just to see if they feel a lot different. I do need to ride yeah. with them a, a little bit because I I A60s do hear, are stiffer. Yeah, I do hear that the A60s are stiffer. Mm-hmm. They're stronger. They're mm-hmm. strong. They yeah. can withstand the sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if I might need that on my practice bike. <laughs> but now I have I have like three sets of wheels. Like if I if I did that, I would have three sets of wheels for practice. Mm-hmm. You know, but I need to get, I need to sell my 2022. I've only rode it like twice, but I need to sell it to yeah. get a new 23. Yeah. I feel like I hear someone yelling downstairs. Do you? It's all day. There's been people yelling. Yeah. Okay. I've been going crazy. There's been, <laughs> yeah. there's a guy out there earlier that was like screaming at his car. Dude, this fly is pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? Is anyone else hurt right now? Uh, someone told me J-Mark. No, Jamar's hurt. Yeah, my friend texted me and said someone said it somewhere. Oh. Did you listen to Pulp? Um, he no, I just I just heard. No, I don't know if he's hurt, but I know his bike blew up. Hmm. A lot Jeez. of bikes have been blowing up. Um, but I think I, it has nothing to do with Jamie from Twisted. It has nothing to do with that. I think it's just we're still dealing with some COVID parts. Yep. I think that we're still dealing with some manufacturing issues with 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 parts. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I agree. I think that's where we're where we're where we're at. J Mart's bike has a twenty twenty three. Looks so sick. Front fender so and front sick. number plate on it. So okay, it. I wait. Was you like it now? Today. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I thought you didn't like no, I the like new it fender. No, it looks good. It looks good. See, it just takes it just a minute takes, to grow yes. on you. It takes Dude, a minute to grow on you. Hey, the front number plate. It's not the easiest to put a sticker on. No, it's not. Because like the bottom, could, no, at the bottom it goes whoop. Yeah, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Big old bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the gas gas, though. I was like, that's an ugly bike. And then when I shot Pierce last week, I was like, oh, that kind of looks sick. So, See, I didn't think it looked ugly in pictures. Really? I like it. It's that. trippy because the whole the, like the whole shroud clips on with the airbox now. It's like all one plastic piece. Mm. I want to I wanna talk to Ross about maybe getting like a protective um, like cover thing for the fork because I think at some of the rockier rounds and maybe a lot in outdoors – the with the way the Yamaha is, it's gonna pepper the fork. Mm. It's gonna pepper the fork. Why don't you run um like some PPF on them? We could wrap them. Do that with like cars and stuff. What's PPF? It's just clear vinyl. It's like thick clear vinyl. That's what we should do. That way, it doesn't look stupid. Unless you want to run like the cool cloth covers that they used to run back in the day. <laughs> or dude, what <laughs> are those goofy? <laughs> what about the Achervis? Like, uh, yeah, there's sabers. some goofy like off-road goon type stuff it's like colored plastic that <laughs> zip ties on the front of the forks no there's I mean, a not saying you want to run that no i like, no i don't i don't moose racing moose carbon, racing carbon ones, yeah, yeah you could do those on there yeah you want carbon forks we yeah. have some downstairs i think yeah but doesn't it like rub and shit yeah, yeah the problem is, is you put them yeah. on right and you think you're protecting your fork oh you take and it off and then when you take them off your forks you know, what's the most fucked ever is uh, you weren't born yet, but Yamaha's uh, 
for a while were white and they had red forks. That's cool. Red anodized forks, right? 89? Somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. And if you put like a a sticker over your fork, you know, like you could buy them from like graphics companies that show up or whatever. And it's got clear. Dude, I remember. No, dude, it was Scott Mumford. It was <laughs> Mumpy's dad, dude. <laughs> what? Scott Mumford had a YZ. 125 or 250 with red forks, and he put these, like, stickers over it mm-hmm. that said, like, KYB, but the the clear was to protect yeah. the red anodizing. It faded, dude, pink. Oh. And so the red anodized turned pink underneath where the forks were. Oh. That sucks. You got you got to tell Mumphy about that. <laughs> Ask his dad about his pink forks. That yeah. sucks. I mean, it wasn't pink. It was more like magenta. Yeah. Yeah, but it was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of faded bikes, dude, how's your YZ250 in the in the in the garage, Anton? Not started hard. all year. You have to start it before the end of the year. You got to winterize it's it hard. or something. It's hard part right now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do that pretty soon. <laughs> Drain the tank and do all that because it's just sitting there. Did you did you prepare it for storage before you put it away, or is it just no. been sitting there? So the <laughs> so the float bowl is all gummy. It's got like play yogurt in it. Probably. Yeah, it's gonna get clean. It's gonna, it's gonna have to get cleaned or sent off to the dealer to get the carburetors cleaned off or something. Yeah, nope. I, I even, even the whole time that it was like sitting there all year, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be an even bigger mess. To did you ever get graphics it. from your your boy, or do you uh, still yeah, have like electrical tape numbers on it? <laughs> yeah, I got them. I, I'm looking at them right now. Oh, you just never put them on. I just never put them on. Well, it's too cold back there to put them on right now. Yeah, and there's no need right now. That'll yeah. be a couple weeks from now project you know yeah. what i'd like to see hmm. one of those like um one of those companies that make the conversions for the like the snow track oh to make, uh-huh. make anton's bike anton a snow one? bike yeah that'd be sick what about that can and, a two-stroke 250 motor push one of those tracks though i don't, I know. don't know maybe not I don't know if we can. dude oh dude that'd be so hard on an engine oh and it doesn't yeah. snow enough here either dang hmm. Hey, uh, we need to uh, choose a winner for yeah. last week's Pro Taper Sella self-engaged launch assist device. You, okay, you have it on your bike. Have you practiced with it at all yet? I've not. I've been trying to save my clutch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> been trying to true. save my clutch, man. Yeah. Um, hey, that stock clutch in my bike has lasted a long time. Yeah, two good. weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's get it's getting there. Though. Did Ron Hinson ever call you back today? Uh, he shot me a text. Um, uh, like I but. called him back and he didn't call me back. Like it's go time right now. If he wants to take our test bike to fit it right now, I need loaded my truck tonight. Uh, no problem. Let me know what day is good. Um. You don't have to read his email. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we're giving away a Pro Taper Sella launch assist for the best comment last week and Chase drumroll. <laughs> Chris McKinney, he says, uh, can we get a dry erase board up behind Don that says, quote, it has been blank days since Don ate shit, blank. Dude. I think for the next. I saw that. The next office, that'd be a good one. Yeah? Yeah, I saw this like last Tuesday and I screenshot it. Yeah, that's the, that's the guy. <laughs> that's, that's the, the guy. That That's uh, what, in some of the like warehouses and stuff. Yeah. The OSHA sign says, it's yeah, been yeah. X days since the last workers' we'll just, comp. We'll have it like Photoshop it to make it look like an OSHA sign. Mm-hmm. But then you have to read it, and you're like, oh, wait, that doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Chris McKinney. Chris McKinney. Smartass. Chris with a K. Send me an email or a DM, and give me your address, and we'll send it out. 
So uh, this week we're giving away a set of Pro Taper clamp-on grips. I've noticed that the, the entries are more when it's like a handlebar. They love the bars, yeah. But you guys, seriously, these grips are badass. But we're also going to throw in a new SML T-shirt. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Oh, oh no. On oh. the wire. There we go. So, uh, yeah, to win a pair of Pro Taper clamp-on grips – and a brand new SML Swap Model Live merch T-shirt. Is that the one downstairs worn by Josh Hansen? No, <laughs> we could sell that one to some chick or something. But, but, uh, but yeah. So, comment on SwapModelLive.com on the podcast post. We'll choose a winner. We'll send you grips. Hey, yeah. I'm not a big lock-on guy. I like these lock-ons. Yeah. I've had them on my bike. You know, ever since I got the bike, you know, I put them on because I didn't want to ride with the stock stock grips. <laughs> They've been good. They've been really, really good, even even through my sketchiness, my crashes. Like, they haven't broken. Um, you know, I've worn all the way through them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I great grips. You know, it's funny. So, I raced in the dirt on the YZ250 that we loaned to Nico Izzy. Yeah. <clears throat> and he has Pro Taper glue-on grips on. Mm-hmm. And I was riding, and I was like, why do these grips feel, like, different? Mm-hmm. You know, because realistically, I've been on lock-on stuff full time for many years now because all the Austrian bikes come with uh, lock on grips and then since our great association with Pro Taper I've just been running those things and so the the glue on grips I mean they were great yeah, but they just felt weird they felt like they were stretching in my hands or something oh, really mm-hmm. yeah just because they, they have a different feel I'm actually putting the glue on grips on my bike to try them um, for Friday so mm-hmm. I don't know well, maybe we'll, we'll compare yeah but I, these these were these are great, and I like uh, these were a bit thinner for me, mm-hmm. and I, man, I like that because it's hard for me to grip as it is so. with your wrist. Yeah. Well, so yeah, if you guys want to win a t-shirt and grips, comment. Mm. And don't talk shit on me. Talk shit on Alex or Chase. They always talk, talk shit on me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay, well. it, it's either it's either Anton's phone or my boots. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Somebody wrote something. I forgot where. I saw some comment about Anton. I was all. Insert Anton's laugh here. Ha, 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 ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I love that laugh. I can't help it. Dude, it is so good. It's so good. I wish I could like record it and make it my ringtone for him. Yeah. Speaking of which, if there's anyone out there that knows of or has technical knowledge of how to build it for me, I really want a electronic bicycle horn where I can insert my own sound. Like a PA system on your bike? No, 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 no. Like, like there's you can buy a horn right. for your bicycle, electronic horn, where you push the button and it goes. Oh, sounds like speaker? a sounds like a truck or a oh. locomotive horn or something. But I've been googling it and looking for it and looking for it, and I found a guy on that ran a Kickstarter for it for one where you could insert your own noise, but he didn't raise enough money, so he like jacked everyone on their money or something. Yeah. But I really want to program a mountain lion growl. Oh, especially around here? Yeah. That'd be sick. Ugh, right? I was just scared. I'd be scared. Fuck. Mountain no. lion. I'd jump out of my skin. Remember yeah. that time you put a freaking snake, snake in downstairs? the... Yeah, the yeah. fake snake in the bathroom? I <gasps> jumped out of my skin, dude. Yeah, no. I don't know. It'd be great to scare some hikers. Mm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I got some shit talked on me last week. Really? For my vlog, yeah. Why? Well... So we did this mountain bike ride where we shuttled Mount Wilson and we were driving, riding down. Mm-hmm. And uh, like 
I mean, Chase can attest. I say good morning to everyone that I cross paths with. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, hello. Or usually it's mornings, right? In the mornings. If it's, it's not followed back by good morning, it's usually followed back by fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no. Or I'll go, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. always do that. I'm always. doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. But, but like, uh, so I, I was on this ride and I'm like, I, I said that once and that was in my vlog. And then and it was a hot chick. And she, and she just yeah, looked at me because she's a hiker, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I passed next friend, good morning. And it's just large. Really nice lady, but she's all, hey, good morning. And I'm all, the ugly ones always are nice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but then a few feet later, there's like these two guys with dogs, and it's a single track, and their dogs are fucking running all over the place, so they're like grabbing their dogs and everything. But like we saw them from four switchbacks up, and mm -hmm. they're like, mm, bells are great. Bells would be great. Bells would be great. Yo, I don't know why yeah. they always want us to run bells, you know, they, when they could hear us, our tires and everything. But. Bro, that would piss me off just listening to a bell the whole yeah, way down right? the hill. Oh. No. How can you do and that? Like, Dude, it, Forrest used to have one. It was so annoying. Yeah, yeah, you remember that, <laughs> Anton? Ryan with Forrest. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but, yeah, but I was all, get a leash. Yeah. I, I use the expletive that's not politically correct anymore. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. Dahmer told you not to put that in. Yeah, Dahmer's so that. soft. You know that Anton Dahmer's getting soft on us, dude. I know. Like he won't even drink beers with Bell anymore. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> what about my guy Bell? Just <laughs> dude, last Thursday. Oh, like Kenny Bell was drunk at, during a Swap Mono Live recording. Oh, when he was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. He yeah, wanted actually, to have yeah. a ride along day. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, looked hey. like he was doing that to the poor DBK DBK guys the other day too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he was on me. All right, what are we doing about our guys' pit boards? What are we doing about this, that? Yeah, dude. Yeah. You can't handle it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> I love him to death, though, man. Like, hey, he's a good dude. Mm. He's just looking out for me. Sometimes he just <laughs> he gets out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So let's see. What else? Uh, at the KTM thing yesterday, yeah. I was cracking up because uh, Maximus Volan has he takes Maxxis mountain bike tires and he cuts them up and he uses Gorilla Glue and he puts them on the inside of his boots. Like the bottom <laughs> or the inside? Right here. Like the inside oh. of the calf. The calf plate so he could grip the bike better. So he has grip tape all over his bike and then he has Maxxis tires glued to his uh, boots. Huh. And I was like, oh, what, what tire do you use? And he goes, oh, they're Maxxis Recon. <laughs> it's the softest one. But they're all worn down. It was weird. Like, he says it only lasts, like, you know, like a couple of weeks. Wow. Then he has to pull the grill glue off and stick a new one on. That's odd. Huh? McAdoo and I were talking about weird things the other day, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Like, he puts a, you know, he puts his left brace on before his right or something like that. Mm -hmm. I guess that's more of a superstition, but still. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I'm a left I guy. I do that. I do a righty. I'm righty. You know what I've been noticing a lot more lately? I got to take everything off. Do you I ever fuck it up. spray like adhesive glue on your hand before putting your gloves on? Dude, no, but a lot of people are doing that Marsh nowadays. Marsh Banks used to do it, and Pierce Brown does it now too. Yeah, Pierce Brown does it. Uh, Starling does it. Uh, shit, I forgot someone else. Uh, Owen, Owen does it too. Jason. I kind of want to try that. I hate when Wait, my gloves does Jason fall off. Do it? I don't think Jason would do it. But yeah, a lot of people that. do that because sometimes like they their um, they gloves sweat. get wet. 
Yeah. And, and then, like, they, they kind of blow out throughout the day. Yeah. So they just spray that adhesive on there, and, and it just sticks the, – the inside of the grip or mm-hmm. the glove sticks to your hand a lot better. Because sometimes, you know, like, whenever you go out of a turn, and your glove will slip, yep. and it'll do this. And, and, it, and it honestly saves your hands, too, because the inside of the palm – Oh, it's not like rubbing against your hand. Yeah, it's not ru- rubbing against your hand and creating a blister. It's just stuck to it. Huh. That's weird. No, that's good. I'm going to try that. Anton, how much weird shit did Blake Baggett used to do to his hands, remember? Dude, uh, the popsicle sticks. What? For his thumb that time, like, dude, everything they were trying to do to keep his Oh, his that broken one? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, did, didn't he do stuff. put Velcro on his grip mm-hmm. to his glove? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. They were going to try to, like, I think... Tom was talking about a way to just kind of like lock his hand onto the grip at one point in time. <laughs> Dude. Crazy. Maybe I should try Velcro. <laughs> like, no. My, no. <laughs> no. But if you ate shit though and you're like, oh, you get pulled, right? We need to get like a mechanism, like put two little jets on the back of your boots that propel you backwards or not backwards, but just so I, against where your off. head's going. Yeah. You know what's, what's, what's <laughs> fucked about my hand coming off and at the end of the dirt and all that is during the during my individual race earlier that day, I was like, I hey, my hands going to sleep again. I gotta start going to the uh spinal decompression for my neck injury. And then boom, last lap. <laughs> You're just gonna get more we're gonna get more comments about you hitting your head now. Yeah. You know, Don, I'm wondering when uh Alpine Stars is gonna give you their moto airbag. Like, cause it's coming, <laughs> dude. No, like yeah. not being a smartass. Like, yeah, yeah. It would be. I would love to hear how you would test that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there's a in- Instagram video of old people, like, going around, and they're like, you see an old lady, like, and she like falls off the stairs, and this the whole thing goes, <laughs> blows up around her head and everything. Like, all these people keep sending that to me, saying I need that. <laughs> but like the the Alpine Stars airbag, though, that's a body thing, though, right? It's not for it's your like a head. suit. Yeah, just get a bounce. And it just uh, it activates like it would be on a leash to the handlebars or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's like the uh, that's like the dead man kill switch on a three wheeler. Or jet ski. Quad three wheeler, yeah. You know what's funny is when I was racing three wheelers at uh, I came to Corona Raceway to race. Mm-hmm. And that was when this dead man kill switches were first coming out for three wheel racing and I didn't have one. And you had to go through tech inspection, right? Dude. You'll never guess what they made me do. They got a rope this long, mm-hmm. and they tied it on your spark plug cap. What? And they tied the other one on your leg. leg? Oh, my God. So if wow. you fell, in theory, you pulled the spark plug cap off the bike. Wow. Interesting. But I crashed in the whoops, and it didn't work that way. And instead, I was getting dragged by my bike. Last time I went to the last because they have those on jet skis. Last time I went to the river months ago, mm-hmm. I ate shit, and I I come up. I'm like, where the hell is my jet ski? And I see it just going in the distance. I look at my my dead man strap. It, it the housing cracked and it took the whole housing of the switch off with. Oh no way! <laughs> so I just just. Nyaw. Oh man. <laughs> okay, so uh, the uh, podcast is turning into three. It's wheelers turned and jet into three wheelers and jet skis. So I think it's time to call it a week. All right. And, uh, I got the the thing in Anaheim tomorrow. Oh, Ooh. you get to go do the thing. Yeah, I get to go. Where do you look the in thing. the camera and like yeah, pull your glove on and, and do all like that, that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope that it gets used. 
Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, That's I true. want you to get some TV time this year. Yeah, LCQ. So for those LCQ wins? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, this fly, man. Yeah, this fly is bad. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to uh, comment on SwapMotorLive.com on the Kickstart Podcast post to win grips and a T-shirt. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for watching and listening. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.